Two Dogs, a Guy, and a Movie podcast is recorded in front of a live studio audience of dogs. Hello and welcome into Two Dogs, a Guy, and a Movie podcast. I am your host, Chris Hancock. Currently joined by my two executive producers, Mosby and Luna, who are hanging out in the office with me. They would like me to remind you to adopt, don't shop. Go to your local Humane Society or your local rescue group and pick up a four-legged friend. We'll even promote cats if you're not a dog person. But if you're not a dog person, I'm a little confused as while you're listening to this podcast, but we'll welcome you here anyway. What we do here is we break down some movies, let you know what we think about them, if it's worth seeing in our, in my opinion, I guess the dogs don't really have an opinion, but they're part of the show, and let you know uh, kind of what goes on in it, and we'll get down to that here in just a second. Today's episode, we'll be discussing the movie Deadpool 2. It is directed by David Litch. It stars Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool slash Wade Wilson. And Deadpool dies in this movie. Just going to go ahead and tell you, he dies. I mean, like, first thing in the movie, Deadpool dies. So, there you go. That's what happens in this movie. No, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, he really does die. But before he dies, there's some things that go on. Uh, that he flashbacks through. And so it shows him for about two years, which is how long it's been since the last Deadpool movie, just being a mercenary, going around and hunting bad guys. And it shows him chasing this one bad guy that gets away, and he wants to keep chasing him, but it's his anniversary with Vanessa, who is played by Marina Baccarin, and so he goes home to be with her, and she informs him that she wants to start a family. So they get all excited, get ready to start making a baby. Except for the guy that Deadpool had been chasing previously shows up with some henchmen, and Vanessa dies. Like seven minutes into the movie, Vanessa's dead. Sorry, hate to break it to you, she's done for. That's just how they're going to roll, because... You got to give him, him being uh, Deadpool, a reason to kill himself like he does in the very beginning of the movie. So obviously it's a very uplifting start to the movie. Very, you know, comforting. Not not heavy or dark at all. Um, but it's kind of what you expect from Deadpool. Kind of keep it real in the Deadpool franchise. So even though Deadpool kills himself at the very beginning of the movie, Deadpool can't really die. So Colossus shows up from the previous movie, who is voiced by Stefan Kupacic, and he puts Wade back together and takes him to the X-Men mansion to let him heal up since he just blew up his condo. And so, upon him arriving there, they convince Deadpool to help them while he recovers and be part of the X-Men in a training sort of way. 
So their first mission is to go and try and calm down a young mutant uh, who goes by the name Firefist. Uh, his real name being his his real name as far as the character goes being Russell Collins. He's played by Julian Dennison, uh, who is from New Zealand and actually at the time of this release was not allowed to see the movie in New Zealand because he is only 15 and you have to be 16 years old to go to an R-rated movie in New Zealand. So he couldn't even see this movie in his home country. Uh, so they go to try and calm down this young mutant who's gone a little bit astray and things go awry a little bit and Deadpool and this young mutant Firefist end up going to a prison where mutant powers are uh, rendered useless and so while they're in there they show us a flash to a character named Cable who is played by Josh Brolin who really loves Marvel movies because he's obviously Thanos in the Avenger slash Guardians of the Galaxy slash you know every other Marvel entity that's not owned by Fox Universe Cable is shown uh, picking up a teddy bear obviously going through some grief and he travels back in time to Deadpool's era and he starts to hunt down Firefist, and as a result, Ryan Reynolds decides he needs to protect him, and so that's what sets up the rest of the movie, is Ryan Reynolds trying to save Russell slash Firefist from Cable and other authority figures, and so he has to come up with a new group of teammates to help him out, since the X-Men won't help him since he kind of upset them. And so this introduces X-Force. Really the only character in X-Force you really need to know for this movie is Domino, played by Zazie Beetz. And the other members, there's Terry Crews, who, who plays Bedlam, and Rob Delaney, who plays Peter. But they just don't have that big a part in this movie, and you'll see why. So they put together this new force, and together they try and go after Firefist to save him, and in the process run into Cable. There's a huge fight going on and all this, but they realize that there's not really a saving Firefist slash Russell at this point. He's kind of gone a little dark and that's what leads to Cable and Deadpool kind of teaming up for the latter part of the movie uh, to try and prevent the absolute disaster that's going to happen with Fire Fist being on the dark side of things. It, it plays out that way to, to go on and show what it takes for them to quell that situation now, they do some flashes to scenes where uh, Wade is trying to kill himself or die, and so he interacts with Vanessa, who is obviously already dead, and it's basically showing the side of him that's trying to reconnect with her and just wants this life to be over so he can be with her. So they do this good job of bringing in a little bit of 
realness into all this calamity and sarcasm and joke telling that's going on throughout most of the movie. Um, that's pretty much all I can really say without giving away too many spoilers or anything like that, which I will get to a little bit in the review. Deadpool 2 was pretty hilarious. I enjoyed it. It was a good watch, very entertaining. Uh, I really enjoy the breaking of the fourth wall that Deadpool brings around, the pretty gruesome and gory fight scenes that are also very comical, are very enjoyable. Um, Best performance, Maybe Zazie Beats. I just really enjoy her as Domino. The superpower being luck thing is really funny, and they play it off really well. Uh, it made it really enjoyable to watch. So I'd probably give her my best performance. Uh, followed up by Ryan Reynolds, who I feel is just one and the same as Deadpool comic-wise. Uh, it just seems like a, uh, a character that Ryan Reynolds was made to play, and it kind of shows with the fact that he was part of the writing staff on this movie. I also liked that you got to see him a little bit out of the Deadpool makeup and everything, just being Ryan Reynolds in some of his acting. Um, Josh Brolin did a good job with Cable. Uh, Cable was a really interesting character apparently he has signed a four movie deal and so this was just the introduction of cable and there will be more coming um, if the disney fox merger ends up going through and they're able to secure the fox controlled marvel characters then obviously a whole lot of things open up, including a possible Thanos versus Cable showdown at some point, which would be Josh Brolin versus Josh Brolin, and who's not here for that? I would say, uh, you know, it's good to see everybody reprising their role, you know, seeing Blind Al back, TJ Miller back in it, uh, Karan Sony playing the uh, cab driver back in his role. Uh, you know, this is... Uh, only the second Marvel movie that, uh, or it's the first movie since X-Men 2 that Stan Lee has not made a cameo in, uh, which was, you know, pretty interesting. Uh, I'm a big Stan Lee fan. Uh, seeing him in Rats as a young kid with his cameo for the Kevin Smith movie uh, was pretty, pretty funny, to, so to see him keep popping up in movies. Always good. Sad that he didn't make it into this one. But he's kind of old, so who knows what what happened on that one. Though Stan Lee didn't make a cameo, there were a couple of other cameos. Uh, Matt Damon and Brad Pitt are credited in this movie. Good luck working out which cameos they are making. Uh, A little bit hard to tell, but uh, there's a chance that Brad Pitt got convinced to be in this movie uh, by David 
Litch because David Litch is actually a former uh, stuntman who was a stuntman for Brad Pitt before, so he maybe could call in that favor. Overall, I'd give it three and three-quarter stars. It's right at two hours, really enjoyable. It's funny. I mean, it kind of rehashes some of the same jokes from Deadpool, but if it if it's not broken, you know, don't fix it type thing. Uh, there is a mid-credits uh, scene, which is pretty enjoyable. Uh, I, d- I recommend sticking around for that, where... Um, Deadpool gets a hold of Cable's time-traveling device and kind of cleans up some timelines, and that's pretty enjoyable. So definitely stick around to make sure you get that in because it's worth it and might make up for some of the things that happen earlier on in this movie. That's all I'll say at this point. Um, The only thing... I would say I didn't like about this movie is there wasn't really a true villain. I mean, there was a guy to root against. Uh, that was the the headmaster of, of the orphanage that Russell was at, uh, played by Eddie Marson. And that's that's pretty much it. it you know, there, there wasn't an enemy. It was just kind of a rescue mission but you were just rescuing Russell from himself. So it just didn't have a very strong plot, but it was entertaining, and, you know, it's a comic book movie, so don't don't get too offended that the plot's not too strong. They, they make up for it with good comedy and good fight scenes. There was a little clip of the other X-Men or the actual X-Men in the background at one point, uh, which was a funny reference to a joke that Deadpool was making at the time about how he's always left with the lesser of the X-Men being Colossus and uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, uh, who has a girlfriend in this movie called Yukio, who's pretty funny for some comedic relief between her and Ryan Reynolds. Not that the movie needed more comedic relief, but it's just a little funny bit that they do throughout the movie. Um, so I do recommend seeing this. It's worth the time. Uh, I mean, if if you like Deadpool or if you're a, a comic book fan, I mean, if you're offended by foul language, yeah, no, probably, probably not your thing. Uh, if you might be offended by uh, pantsless... Uh, regeneration of legs and and baby penis jokes then then you you might be offended but it's well worth it if you're not offended by that it's just really funny funny to watch so check it out it it will not disappoint in my opinion if you're disappointed by this movie i'm not exactly sure what you were hoping for you know i i know it kind of isn't as new to see the mocking of itself in the Marvel Universe anymore since that, that's been done in, in several of the movies since Deadpool came out. But it, it was still really entertaining to me. I'm not going to be surprised 
to hear an announcement soon of another Deadpool movie or an X-Force movie. You know, like I said, with Josh Brolin signing a four-movie contract to play Cable, obviously they're going to expand that character a lot more. So we'll see who joins him in that expansion. Um, The next movie I'll be checking out will be Ant-Man and the Wasp. So I'm going from Marvel to Marvel, except for it's from Fox to Disney. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, second installment, starring Paul Rudd. Um, Looks to be an enjoyable watch, so I look forward to breaking that down for you. If you have any questions, feel free to send them to me at twodogsaguy at gmail.com. You can also send me some suggestions or any criticisms that you might have. Feel free to include those as well. Also, feel free to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. We're also on Stitcher. I have been told we can be found through CastBox. Um, So hopefully you can just find us through whatever podcast app you're using at this point. I've tried to make us available through everything so that as many people can listen to me as possibly want to. Still not sure how many people that is, but we're going to keep going with this. And we want to try and get better. So again, if you have any criticisms or suggestions on how to get better, things you want to hear about, then feel free to suggest those to me and I will definitely consider those and try and work with you on that. I want to make it as enjoyable as possible. Again, on behalf of Luna and Mosby, I'd like to thank you for joining us here on Two Dogs, a Guy, and a Movie podcast. I am your host, Chris Hancock, and as always, thank you for your time. Mm-hmm.